0: Hi guys, and welcome to the Fit Mind Project with your hosts, me, Laura Ash.
1: And me, Barry Ash.
0: And today we want to talk to you guys about living and where you are living. And I don't mean whether you're in London or Australia or the UK, but we mean whether you're living in the past...
1: In the present.
0: ...or even in the future. So it sounds a really weird concept, but just listen to this, because I know that you are going to recognise yourself with this. So... Do you spend a lot of your time stressed, anxious, worried, overwhelmed? Or do you spend a lot of your time depressed, regretful, feeling guilt and that kind of thing? Now, depending on what you feel would be whether you're living in the past or the present. Now, some are living in fear, fear of the future, afraid to try new things or holding back from them because of the apprehension. So when you're living in the future, you spend your time stressed, overwhelmed,
1: frustrated or anxious because you're living in the future. Worry about um, how you're feeling there, isn't it?
0: Well, you're worried about all the stuff that you need to do. You're worried about the things that could happen. I've got to pick up the kids from school and then I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And then you end up getting fearful of the future and you spend a lot of time being stressed. You spend a lot of time being overwhelmed and you get that frustrated feeling. And that's called living in the future. And that, my dear friends, is where we can get anxiety issues we can have anxiety attacks because we are focused on something that has not happened yet
1: right can you control that loss can you control the future no can you really control
0: it no i mean i can't control what i had for breakfast this morning i can't control um you know sort of anything really you can't you can't control
1: tea tonight no you can think about it but you can't really you might actually burn the dinner tonight Mm.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and we spend this time, you know, sort of in the future and we're worried then about pushing out our comfort zones. And it gives ourselves a, a kind of a false sense of security, um, you know, and we let feelings from the past dictate what happens in the future and there's a fantastic quote that says that the past is for reference not for residents and sometimes we allow these past events to affect our stress in the future
1: i think that's where a lot of people live i know i'm um Sort of generalizing is that the word I'm looking for. Don't know. <laughs> I'm clumping people together. That's what I'm trying to say. But a lot of people do. They live in the past. Past experiences. Oh, I can't do that because of this. My, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, this happened to me before, so this is going to happen to me again. You know
0: exactly. And then if you look at depression, regret, guilt, nine times out of ten, we're living in the past. Now, most depression, if it's not kind of Camelot, Camel. Chem- and now you've got me doing it, (laughs) chemical or biological, it tends to be because something didn't go the way we wanted it to go. So we feel depressed about that. Our expectations weren't met in anything. And I know from myself, whenever I've been depressed, looking back on it, sometimes I would say, 8 to 9 times out of 10, it has maybe been because something didn't go the way I wanted it to. And we look at this, you know, there's a lot of people who are already still on antidepressants, but the issue or the time of their life that they went through is gone and over now, but they're still on these antidepressants. And for me, I feel antidepressants are there just to um, deal with the symptom and not the cause, because we get a lot of people who are still on antidepressants but they haven't actually been able to sort out the cause of what made Mm. them depressed. So we spend our time living in the past. So many clients we speak to, whenever we get them here for days, aren't they always living in the past? Always,
1: but that, talking about the antidepressants, that's a whole other subject, isn't it, Mm. really? Do you behave like an antidepressant person because you're on the antidepressants, or is it because you're still depressed that you need the antidepressants? So there's a... we need to do a whole new uh, podcast on Definitely. medication and how it affects you.
0: And if you if you think about it, you know, a lot of the habits, like we see a lot of people who have emotional eating habits, um, you know, binge eating, and nine times out of 10, that behavior is linked to the past. In actual fact, 10 times out of 10, that behavior is linked to the past, to something which happened in the past it's something which has um caused them to have a behavior so whenever they eat for emotion whenever they do that pattern of behavior they go straight back to living in the past to being 9 10 11 12 years old and of course you know their updated mind of a 40 or 50 year old person has not actually caught up with that and that leaves them depressed
1: Binge eating, just going on that, it's, it's a reward scheme. You act in a certain way and you are rewarded when you were younger. So now as adults, we act in a certain way, a certain behaviour pattern comes out and we try to reward ourselves as we did do when we were younger. So that's where the bi- binge eating is coming from. But it's all coming from past living. We're still trying to replicate what happened in the past. And that can be for positive reasons or that can be for negative reasons.
0: So, you know... When we're living in the past, living in the future, we're having these swinging thoughts. This phenomena is often referred to as monkey thinking. And we spend our time with our thoughts swinging from tree to tree of different thoughts. So when we're at work, we spend our time dreaming about our holiday and then when we're on holiday, we spend our time worrying about the paperwork building up in the office. And we dwell on these intrusive memories of the past or what will happen in the future. And we don't appreciate the now, the present moment, because of our monkey minds. Now, at the moment, you're in the present moment now, hopefully. And you're listening to us and not thinking about anything else which is going on. You're not thinking about what happened this morning. You're not thinking about what's going to happen after this podcast. How does the present moment feel? Right now, right here.
1: To me, now it feels pleasant. It's nice. It's comfortable. There's none of this stress. There's no anxiety. There's no overwhelm. There's no frustration. There's no dwelling on stuff. I am here now, focusing on talking to you guys in your car at home headphones on whatever you're doing I'm focusing my attention onto you guys now
0: and there's an absolutely wonderful quote which I really want to share with you guys but you must know the background for it okay now I don't know whether you guys have heard of the film Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller it's, oh, it's a fantastic film. film if you haven't seen it you've got to see it Now, there's a part in it where Ben, Stiller, or Walter, let's call him, is tracking down this elusive photographer um, to basically save his neck at work because there's a negative that's gone missing. Now, Ben goes on this amazing journey. The cinematography is amazing. And he tracks this uh, photographer um, down in the Himalayas. Okay. Now, Sean is engrossed, the photographer, in looking at a point in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And he's fixed his camera and he's focusing on it. Now, while Walter is speaking to Sean, going out of his mind, saying, you know, I've been trying to track you down and I've been doing this and I've run here and I've run there and, you know, it's been such a struggle to get you. Sean tells him to... And Walter says, what are you looking for? And Sean explains that he's waiting for one of the most rarest sights a snow leopard and Sean wanted to be in the moment right there and then just as he mentions this exact leopard it appears now Sean peers down the camera and then he pulls away and Walter asks him well are you not going to take the shot are you not going to take your moments and you've been sat here and Sean replies this and this is brilliant I just want to be in the moment. I want this moment for me. Sometimes I don't want to live my life through a lens. Now at that moment, he was fixed on living in that moment and soaking up and seeing this wonderful, beautiful creature in its natural habitat. There was no living in the past. There was no, you know, guilt, worry, There was no living in the future with anxiety or stress. It was just literally that moment. Just literally that moment in time where he could be present, completely present. And because of that, there was peace, there was beauty, there was calmness, and there was wonder.
1: It's amazing. But we cannot change the past. We just can't change it. But we can learn from it which is really, really important. Um, So why do we continually try to live in the past? Why are we trying always to be stuck in the past and we don't move forwards? We can't live in the future either. We don't know what's really going to happen around the corner. We don't know what is there. But what we can do, we can live in the present. But how do we do that? How do we live in the present, though?
0: So, for anybody who is depressed, who is anxious, who is worried, who is stressed, who is um, feeling guilty, angry, whatever it is, all of those emotions will be because of something, something out of your control. So, how can you take back that control, and how can you live in the present moment for your own peace, for your own clarity? your own calmness now for me one of the things I do is I live one hour at a time I focus on the now and scheduling your diary will help you to do that peace of mind that you've planned everything and you don't need to think about what's happening next just taking one hour at a time I'm taking this time now to record this podcast for you guys and that is it I'm not worried about what happened this morning or what's going to happen later on. I'm here for this hour dealing with this just for
1: you. And the way I deal with my um, living in the past, present, or future is I actually concentrate on my breath. Because if you concentrate on your breath, your brain can't think of anything else. So let's just try it now. Let's, let's do a little bit of practicality here. Let's have a imagine you've got a red ball and it's sitting in front of your chest. Okay. I want you to take a really big deep breath in through your nose and I want you to visualize that ball raising up towards your head. And as you breathe out, the ball will lower down back to your your chest area, your solar plexus. So breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And all you can do is visualize that ball and concentrate on your breath. I bet you're not aware of the wind blowing through the trees or um, the postman at the door, or whatever's going on, what's on TV, um, whatever's going on around you. I bet the only thing you can focus on is your breath. This takes away any outside stimulus. Because when you're not in the now and we're being distracted by other things, this is where all this overwhelm comes on. It it puts us into the past or it puts us into the present because of the distractions around us. And we need to take away these distractions. And the only way we can do that is by focusing on our breath. It's the single most important thing and the most powerful thing that we own, that we can actually control.
0: Well, if you look at it, you know, uh, three weeks without food, three days without water, and if you're really, really fit, three minutes without breath. But, you know, when your mind shuts up is when you focus on your breath. So when you're working out hard, all your body's interested in is your breath and you Mm -hmm. getting breath. Okay, that is it. Because if you stop breathing, your mind will shut up. So put your mind on your breath. How many breaths have you already had today that you've not even paid attention to? How many and it's just there. And if you don't have that, then you don't really have life, do you? No so take five take five minutes for yourself unplug from what Barry and I call the matrix go outside look up into the air and look at the wonder of the world around you and get that perspective be back in the now we are just a grain of sand look at everything that's happening around you how the trees grow naturally how the grass grows how the birds fly you know and be in the moment and notice really what is going on around you and bring your focus back to now.
1: I'll tell you what is a really good tip to do or trick to do is what we call the star effect or the star treatment. If you go into the garden in the, when it's dark outside and look up to the sky and notice the stars, the, the planets, the other galaxies, the other solar systems and you look how vast they are, how big they are, and they live for billions and billions and billions of years. But you think some of them stars up there have been, a, been there for billions and billions of years. But they're also, they've been dead for millions. So the light actually coming from them stars is still travelling when the stars are not even there no more. And this puts into perspective about how small our problems are. Going through day-to-day life, our problems, they escalate and escalate and they become massive in our minds. But if we can look at something that's so vast and so big compared to these problems, they shut the problems up. The problems don't seem as big, as daunting, as as much stress on our bodies and our brain. So I like to, when I am feeling stressed, because we all do have these stress, we all do go from the past to the present, but it's being able to manage this and being aware of this, just go out into the garden or into the street, look up at the sky, look at the stars, and just realise how small we are and how short of time we are we're here for 80 years if we're lucky those stars up there for billions of years and we got 80 of them really to do our best in this planet
0: the other thing is mindful meditation and, you know, mindfulness has been banded around a lot recently, but I actually do think it's quite a uh, valid one, especially for this part. OK, how many of you guys drink, you know, a cup of tea or fruit juice or water and how many of you guys eat food? Now, when was the last time you really sat down and you really actually appreciated that food and was in the moment rather than grabbing a quick snack on the go? You know, I've got to be here, got to eat my lunch quickly because otherwise I'm going to be off and I'm dashing here and I'm dashing there. How often do you spend the time actually thanking the food that you're eating, being mindful about how it tastes, what the texture's like, you know, and how it is actually nourishing that body, you know, enjoying the food and meditating on that thought. And that's another way you can be in the moment. So based on all of this, where are you living? Are you living in a prison of the past? Are you free in the present? Or are you anxious about the future? It's your choice, but be mindful of the choice that you make. Thanks for joining us on this uh, brief podcast to give you a little bit of conscious control. And uh, we'll be back and we'll see you soon.
1: Have a good day, guys.